Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Deep Dives Podcast with William Meyer and Sophie Jubilier. And today we are touching on the topic of self-forgiveness. We've touched on this, I think, a few seasons ago, I want to say, about self-love and alone time. But this is a more in-depth on self-forgiveness, especially. What is it? So self-forgiveness is letting go of the feeling and emotions of what went wrong. So a lot of time we criticize ourselves for the mistakes we make. However, it's important to learn how to reflect on this and grow and ex- um, yeah, and reflect on your experiences. And we see this really comes from just pressure, like external pressure, either from, for us, I think the majority of the pressure comes from school, which we've talked about, but also mm-hmm. inside of that school pressure of like friends, family, parents, uh, society expectations, things like that, that we feel we need to uphold some sort of other standard. And looking at those pressures, that's where we start to get pressure from ourselves we start to become harder on ourselves because we have this need to prove ourselves or be like something or Mm -hmm. uphold what someone expects of us which we've talked about through almost all of our episodes Mm -hmm. but then this turns into um internal pressure on yourself and like being too hard on yourself with which everyone is guilty of because everyone has very high expectations for themselves and that's not necessarily a bad thing all the time because it's great to strive for big goals and things like that but it also is hard when you are disappointed because you didn't do as well as you perceived yeah a lot of the time uh we kind of overlook what we actually did correct or maybe like how we have succeeded um and instead we just focus on what went wrong and how we made a mistake and it's really important to recognize, you know, your accomplishments. Not, it's not you're not just defined. This is um, kind of like a quote that I learned and or heard of in my English class because an author of a book we were reading said it, and he said how you aren't defined by your biggest mistakes. And in this context of his book, he was talking about like prisoners and like how just because like this person like did this one bad thing, like maybe they sold like some drugs or something they're not just a drug seller they're a human just the same way as if you lie you're not just a liar that's not who you are if you lie once you're not just forever a liar Mm -hmm. so if you make a mistake on something realize that you're so much more than that one mistake you made and you can really learn from it and honestly making mistakes are very important for your own self-development and it's important to realize that you have so much more to contribute and you have done a lot correct in your life yeah exactly and i think for most people a lot of especially me it's easier to doubt yourself and think of these negative thoughts like i can't do this or have a closed mind about something rather than believe in yourself and see yourself doing that visualization is very important in that and learning how to see yourself in those situations where you can succeed and learning from your mistakes and moving past and but it's it's hard when something is standing in the way like in that moment especially finding out something like that or finding like or like doing something bad or like getting something wrong mistake or feeling just like the worst it feels like that is consuming the entire world at that moment which literally is not because that's not literal but it's just the feeling that sort of like impedes your progress and i think that takes a lot of reflection and moving past that it's different for each person and also depends on what the like action was like 
math test. <laughs> this is very specific because it just happened literally two minutes ago. Not two minutes ago. Like 10 minutes ago. I don't even know. Very recently before this podcast, I got a score of my math test. And I think this happened on another episode too. So I think our yeah. last episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little bummed. Um, I got back my math test. And let's just say I did not do well again. And it sucks because math, you only get graded on your test, which I find first off so annoying. And for me, and also we've talked about in like Radner, like what I got on this math test is not good. Like for just for me, for like what other people would think for my overall grade. And it sucks because I didn't do well in the last math test two weeks ago, exactly the same times, same day. And I got my math test back and I got basically the same score as this test. And I was pretty bummed. So I think like feeling that emotion this time, like last time I was so mad about it. Like I was so mad. And this time I am mad. I'm more frustrated too, because it's like, Oh, I did it a second time. Like, it just sucks when it just, like, happens again. And you're just like, oh, that just, like, it's just the worst feeling ever. You're just like, how am I going to move past this? Like, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, I can't move past this. I don't have enough tests to make up. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'll have to, like, like, I have so much. Or, like, it's easier to go to the negative than the positive. But, like, it took me, like, ten minutes to just, like, sit in silence and just, like, reflect and be, like, I, like texted my mom and I was like I just like did so bad and I was so mad and I was not happy but I think just like accepting that I know what I did wrong and that there are ways to get help and that there are ways to improve it's not completely destroying your future like you have so many other exactly things a single test exactly one well, day two. a year oh two tests but like still two tests out of like the hundred tests that you take in but, yeah it's like, it's painful though like, but like it's hard to not get caught up in like the moment with it but if you just like take a step back and realize that there's so many other things in life that you have going on besides a single grade on a single test or i guess like two uh, yeah. tests like it's important just to take a step back and as i said earlier recognize what you did right you know if you got like an 80 on a test you got 80 percent of it correct don't focus on the 20 that you got wrong if you think of it 20 percent is like a minority it's like a very lot less than how much than that 80 percent you did correct so it's important to shift that perspective and realize that you actually did pretty well yeah i think you're you do a better job of that than me it's a lot harder to do than just to, to say it's like a lot easier said than done mm-hmm. and so like, it takes a lot yeah. of like practice to like really get in that mindset and just accept that you know people have their, their lows it happens to everyone nobody's perfect actually there's this one quote that i also heard i think some YouTube video, I'm pretty sure, where I think it's from Roosevelt. He said the only person that makes no mistakes is the person that never does anything. And the reason why I really wanted to emphasize this quote is because everyone makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And those mistakes are really what improve you. They're what make you a person because everyone's human. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Yeah. like And I'm- those mistakes that are going to really help you in life. If you never got criticized for anything, if you never made a mistake, you're just going to be really ignorant. You're never going to move You're forward. never going to move forward. And it's these things that really help you to learn about yourself and understand who you are and what you can do to change yourself. And also, like, just, like, understanding that that's not going to inhibit your success for, like, all time. Yes, criticism hurts and, like, 
getting things wrong is were perceived as like that's awful that's the worst thing it really does like it stings but it's how you react that's going to determine your future and it's going to determine what you are able to do because as william said if you don't do anything about that you're just going to be stuck but it's how you interpret that and then say here's what i'm going to do instead and here's what i'm going to do to move forward instead of oh this sucks i can't do anything there's nothing i can do i'm like the worst like blah 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 Mm because that's what mm, i would say about 85 percent of people would think like i think being able to take criticism and almost like accept it and like you know learn from it it's a really hard thing to do i used to be like terrible when i get like edits on things i'd yeah. be like i would almost get defensive where like if someone told me oh you should do this so they'd like make mm-hmm. it better i'd be like it's no just... I, i'm like no it's fine yeah it's like <laughs> a natural instinct you feel like a pride in your you work feel like and you then need when to defend yourself when someone says it's wrong and they obviously it depends on i guess what position they're in like especially teachers can't really say no you're wrong like Obviously, yeah, we're the, the ones learning, so, but, you're like, yes, test. You're like, no, you're wrong, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just accepting that. It's, like, hard to accept and to settle in, and I think it takes time because everything valuable will take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, for example, little story time. I have in my uh, English language class, um, the, my teacher, she's, like, super nice, but the thing is she doesn't really um, – criticize your work a lot she's one of those teachers that's just like very like you're doing great honey like you're it's great i'm like um so we had this one assignment where we had to like make topic sentences and like get our evidence and i was struggling because i haven't had this this plain english class for three years so i really am out of touch with this so i was like really really having a hard time and so i like asked her to like look at my work i was like can you just like how does this work but like you could tell i was like doing i wasn't doing well like i was just like I was not I was going through it it was not pretty I think she kind of realized like I was not doing great and she was like that's fine you know I would take it it's okay um but I kind of tried telling her well here context my brain at this point was fried I've been trying to do this assignment for like 50 minutes and this is one of those block classes so it was double length so it was an 80 minute class I was like an hour into the class my brain was dead so Mm -hmm. I tried asking her like um, I think at the moment I was just like, uh, so like if you were like fix it, what would you say? I think she just like changed like one word because she didn't she didn't want me to, to like put me down too much. But I think it's a it's really important to be able to like ask just like to tear this up, like no, take that's that like... criticism and like learn. Because when you, I know honestly at that assignment because I didn't really get that much criticism, I knew it was bad. Like I did not do that great on it. But I think if you just get someone to like really just like do like i don't know if that's a saying like ball and nail i don't know chain and nail i don't know there's some saying like to like really just like just sounds kind of brutal but like destroy your work like no really that's go at the, it. that's the entire revision process of writing like in creative writing i got my writing workshop i mean i was a little sad well it was a little proud because they didn't really workshop it that much and i said it was really good and i was like great that's great but i really want you to start being nitpicky and tell me what's wrong because that's how the revision process works and that's sort of symbolic of how you work when improving yourself because you need to look well what is the problem here identify the problem Mm -hmm. and then you need to be like well what should i do to fix that why I think the revision process and that way in writing and tearing something apart 
gives way a leeway to make something completely new, but also using that past information to make it even stronger. And yeah. that's why a lot of writers, too, tend to go through up to 10 revisions before mm-hmm. they fully like even get a rough draft down and then they go through 10 more revisions and then they go through the editing process and then they go through the publishing process like a book and just like that there's lots of steps to improve yourself but Mm -hmm. you sort of see accepting criticism will only make it better in the end and i think we're wired to be defensive about that but accepting that and having that open mind is really the key idea which will then also allow you to forgive yourself because your self is kind of like that criticism in the back of your mind like Mm -hmm. saying hey you can't do this but by opening up your mind and trying to expand that thought to like here's what i can do here's what i am in control of here's what i know here's what i don't know and i need help with Mm-hmm. A lot. It, it makes you feel so much better and it just allows you to open up and be more accepting of what's actually happening. Yeah, I really like how you mentioned control because this is something I bring up in a lot of episodes, what mm-hmm. you have control over. When you make a mistake, it's in the past. You literally cannot change the past. You don't have control over it. Unless you have time travel, I guess. <laughs> Unless you're just... If you do, hit me up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... You literally cannot control the past. It is, you cannot do anything about it. So why sulk about it? Be like, you know, like Debbie Downer about it when you can't do anything about it. It is what it is. Of course, I think it's important. Like, I'm gonna backtrack myself a little bit. Important to acknowledge your emotions. You can be like sad about something. Completely fine. You can be mad about something. Totally okay. But don't let that completely just overtake everything. This one, like for example, the math test. I mentioned out. I'll probably reference the math test a lot because I can, uh, what do you call it? Relate. Relate. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate. Yeah, math is hard. Um, math is <laughs> hard. And physics. So for this math test, for example, it's a single test in one of like the six or seven classes you have. That's like one grade. You can't, I don't think it's really important or it's really honestly harmful just to let this one thing, when you look and take a step back and look at your whole life, this one thing is not that big of a deal in the whole, you know, story of your life. It's really not changing anything if you look at it. So it's really important to just, you know, get past what you can't control anymore and think about the present of what you can control. So great, you got this test back. You didn't do so well on it. That's okay. Acknowledge that you though that you made a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. It's totally okay. But how can you use this mistake? Acknowledge it and use that to change your behavior, maybe, you know, change something in how you're studying, maybe go to the teacher more to ask for help, you know, do what you can in the present. The past is out of your hands. Yeah, and I Mm -hmm. think that's where a lot of the problem stems from. Having also, like, I think there's also things you can't control in the present. Like, there's things you just, like, that will be out of your hands, and there's nothing you can do about that. And accepting that is very hard for people, including Mm -hmm. myself, because... What can you do? You can't do anything. And, uh, like, people want to have control over, like, their own things. Like, it just feels nice. But now it's in the hands of someone else. So accepting and just, like, like settling on that is the first step towards progress. Mm-hmm. And I think that gets us into more being more appreciative of yourself and all the hard work you're doing because we 
often, as we've said, sulk on the negatives instead of focusing on our proudest accomplishments. And we don't want to obviously gloat because that's not mm-hmm. nice. But there's some things that it's good to be proud of yourself and have pride in your accomplishments. Obviously not to a boastful extent all the time, but... Yeah. But as an appreciative way. Yeah, like to take the time to Don't think take out, things for granted. Like how much That's you're good. actually doing for yourself, the amount of work you actually do. We have so much work. And if you were to like take a step back and then analyze the amount of work I have, like for example, today, like my to-do list, it's crazy. I haven't even gotten done. But if I were to look at all the work I would get done today, like by the end of the day, it's a lot. And just appreciating that you could actually manage to get that all done is mm-hmm. insane. And then like treating yourself and rewarding yourself for that to pro- promote positive behavior. Yeah, sometimes I this is kind of like a thing I tell myself. If like freshman me or like eighth grade middle school me were to look at how I'm doing now, they would be in awe. Because I don't know if I mentioned this in another episode. I may have. Yeah. But like in gateways, I'm pretty sure I have mentioned this. I literally had an F in the class. I was a really bad student. I didn't. Wait, you had an F? Yeah, because there was this one assignment that was like half my grade. And I just didn't care for it. So and I you just, just failed? No, I ended up turning it in, but they took points off, obviously. Oh, but you, um, you got an F in the class? Okay, William. Yeah, for you a should. solid month, hack was just F. Oh, God. Because I didn't. I hated that assignment. Anyways, um, because, well. It was, like, this one assignment where you had to, like, do one thing every day, but I would just procrastinate, and then out of every single assignment that I was supposed to do for the past, like, month, and I haven't done any of it. <laughs> so I just, like, would not do it because I didn't want to do it. But anyways, oh, yeah. um, I was not a great student in eighth grade, not really seventh grade. Um, so looking at how I'm doing now, I have improved so much since then. I'm in awe still if I think about it. Like, I remember this one thought I had in, like, freshman year or something, and I was, like, looking at all these people that, like, ha- were, like, insane at school and everything. And I was, like, wow. Even if I had, like, that level of just, like, academic prowess for, like, one year, that would be insane. And for me to think about how I've done it for two years, I've been a honestly very, like, great, good student. I've improved a lot. And I'm still going strong for three years. That is shocking. Like, if I took my eighth grade me, put myself in my shoes right now, I would just, like, I would just resign. I'm, like, I'm done. I could not do that, but I've grown so much and I think it's really important to reflect on how you've grown. Yeah. And then just like taking time, like to care for yourself as mental health Mm -hmm. is more important. And like, that's part of your health and like taking breaks. We've talked a lot about, but also like trying not to like overstress yourself because that's where these problems start to come from. So like accepting, like it's one one problem and it's one mistake and and like forgiving yourself truly for that feels so much better and like resenting too and then accepting it just makes like you feel more full and feel more just like balanced almost in a way like because when you're yeah. not like when you're just putting it off to the side or just like stressing and then it just builds up and builds up and builds up until it will like eventually crack and that's just the worst feeling ever because everyone's had it. Yeah. I, I When I was researching for this episode a little bit, is uh, there's a physiological side to this. You know, all the stress that you get, all the adrenaline that's released related to, you know, these emotions of guilt and anger and shame. If you have it, keep on continuing going on for, like, a while because, you know, maybe your emotions are getting the best of you. 
You can get some, like, you can get, like, anxiety, you know, depression. There's literal yeah. heart problems. <laughs> I was researching this, and I was like, oh, my God. Yesterday, I got so, like, I got so stressed because I didn't do any work because I took the ACT yesterday. I was exhausted. And I was like, of course I'm not going to do any work. It's the ACT. And I didn't do any work the night before because it's the ACT. Duh. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do any work, like, the past few days. And then I was like, wow, I have so much work tomorrow. It literally influenced my dream today. That's how stressed I was. That's how much stress built up in me i gotta forgive myself i'm gonna be honest because i just took an act everything that i did was justifiable because obviously no one wants to take i'm not gonna work the day before and stress myself out yeah i'm not gonna work the day after because i just took a five-hour test for crying out loud like mm -hmm. that's a lot of work so yes it's a very stressful day today and i have a lot to do you can't just like be like uh why don't i work yesterday well, we literally had a yeah exactly weekend. like i can't dwell on the past like there's nothing i can do about it now and that's also like with procrastination like there's nothing you can do about it now and it sucks but you know what that's the price you have to pay if you're gonna procrastinate yeah. this is not a case of procrastination guys this was valid this yeah. was a valid case but like procrastination you'll know how you feel for the next time too mm -hmm. and like being able to like use that to move forward Learned and you, your mistakes like, and like yes. yeah exactly forgiving yourself for that one time mm -hmm. even though like but that will always be in the back of your head now because that feeling it sucks and everyone knows that feeling and everyone hates that feeling and you don't want that feeling yeah there's this one psych term i feel like every like other episode i bring up some term in psychology that i learned last year and i think i mentioned this in another video but it's called hindsight bias um so a lot of the times we put ourselves down for mistakes we've made in the past like oh why don't i do this or like why did i not do that you just remind me of that when like say you like procrastinated on something like oh mm -hmm. why don't i do that i should have obviously i shouldn't have i should have done this um hindsight bias for background is when you are looking at the past and you know some things seemed obvious to you that didn't seem obvious back then so so true the so example true. that they use in psychology is for 9-11 that's something they use in psychology all the time that event because in the past if you're looking back on it like oh why didn't we know that was going to happen obviously but in the past like you had no idea how were you supposed to know that like you're looking at back at a math test oh duh i made that dumb mistake literally yeah. at the moment how would you have known that like, exactly really because like i think with tesla like your brain like is just like also fogged up like you're doing so much work and you're putting so much on yourself for like some of these tests like mm -hmm. it's hard to recognize those mistakes like in the moment because it's different obviously to look at it with fresh eyes because you're like oh i'm so stupid or whatever whatever but like it's all varying based on the day too and there's nothing you can hold past yourself like mm -hmm. if you didn't have a good day that day there's nothing you can hold past you can't hold yourself for that because it's just how you were feeling yeah um so let's get into tips about how to practice self-forgiveness after all this how do you actually do this the first thing i think that's very important is to actually acknowledge your emotions don't just push them aside you have to like mm -hmm. you have to like let them mm -hmm. go th run through you know let them do their thing you know get that out of your system because it's valid to be sad to be angry you know get that out you know yeah. and then after that i think it's important to acknowledge you know what you did you know the mistakes you made because as you mentioned before it's really important to go back and actually you know, analyze reflect on like what you did you can't just like Say, I keep referencing a math test, but say you got a math test, got a bad grade. You can't just be like, oh man, two, that's kind of sucks. Actually, no, another example, SATs. This is one thing that I was told when you take like a, when I would take a practice SAT, 
like you would just get your score back and you'd be like oh, okay and like try taking like another test to like to see if you just do better somehow when you're literally not changing any of your practices or anything it's important to look back at what you did wrong exactly and, and fix those mistakes but okay how can i prevent making this dumb mistake in the future for example math tests. i'm sorry oh, no, the math test is never sorry, never ending but like it's the most relatable thing to me because math is hard math um, is hard some math simple is hard. Things. sometimes i subtract seven instead of adding, adding seven, seven. Ugh, how i've so learned to help this now you saw just do it in my head but now I like looked at that. I was like, okay, how do I do this? Now I physically write out minus seven. Me too. Seven. Me too. It actually helps a lot. So I think like just putting minor, pen down the paper. Yeah, like, that just helps minor a lot things too. like that really helps you. And just like thinking about you know what you did wrong. That's really important. Next thing I think you should do is think about how you can fix the mistake. So this is something we kind of just mentioned. Like for me, I like how can I fix it? Now I physically write minus seven if I, you know, do some like small math or something. And even on a bigger scale, it doesn't have to be like a math test. It could be like some like thing you do on a day-to-day basis. You know, it doesn't have to be something like some situational thing. Maybe like how you like respond to certain things. Like as you were saying before, criticism. Like if you typically get defensive, think about how you can accept that criticism and like think about and like understand someone else's opinion instead of just pushing it off you know it's important to think about how you can fix your mistake instead of just pushing it off and then the last thing is to make a meaningful change to actually put this pen Act to on paper. the change yeah actually you know do what you said you would do stick to your word actually do it and you will see a lot of benefit that's the hardest part yeah it is the hardest part for sure it's the hardest thing to do a lot a lot a lot easier said than done but just try to make that effort. You know, don't think about, like, any, like, what will they think? What will, whatever, whatever. Just try it. Do it for yourself. You know, focus on your own self-development. And remember, this is self-forgiveness, not, like, focusing on other people. This is for yourself. Well, I think that's all we've got for today. Okay, and I'm, I'm me too. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure to subscribe on any listening platform you may use, whether that be Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or more. And follow us on Instagram at Deep Dives Podcast. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.